50-year-old Sanjeev Gohil's children are his pride and joy. If all goes well, his son will be accepted at the music conservatory. Life has been good to him. He's a partner in a prestigious architectural firm. He's close to his children and his health is holding up. I've been privileged and now I can give back something. That's the sort of the idea that really uh, drove me. Uh, and this is such a life-changing thing for somebody. You know, you're, you're giving somebody a new lease of life, a new life. Uh, and if I'm able to do that safely, why not? Goyal happened to see a TV report about voluntary kidney donors and couldn't get it out of his head. The more I listened, the more the idea of being able to donate a kidney to a stranger uh, took, took me over. Uh, it, was, it was an idea that was planted and I didn't pay much attention to it, but um, I kept thinking about it. He'd witnessed the suffering caused by kidney disease. One of his relatives had to undergo dialysis and eventually died due to lack of a donor. The Goyals come originally from Gujarat, India. People from the Indian subcontinent tend to be prone to kidney problems. But there are very few compatible donors in Britain. It was one more reason for Goyal to stand by his decision. His children supported the idea. For three years now, he's been living with only one kidney. He's still perfectly healthy. But, like all kidney donors, he has to watch his weight to reduce the risk of getting diabetes. Once a year, he goes for a follow-up exam at London's Royal Free Hospital, which specialises in transplants. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. You're looking good. I'm feeling well. Good. Nice to see you again. Had a good year? Indeed, yes. Nurse Catherine O'Malley is a contact person for potential kidney donors. Among them are many pensioners. Age is not a factor only the donor's own health. If they get to the stage where they come in for um, a full day of tests, one of the tests we do is to check the kidney function. And if the kidney function is good enough, then yes, we're happy to go ahead. And the oldest one in the UK to donate was an 83-year-old. Ben Lindsay was the surgeon who removed Goyle's kidney. Surgeons are always slightly anxious because we're operating on patients who don't technically need an operation. It's very different to fixing a problem, you know, someone with a cancer or someone with a circulation problem. And so physically we can only make these patients worse. The cut there, that's healed nicely. Just give Health me... isn't the only requirement for donating a kidney. Each case is carefully vetted to prevent organ trafficking. The hospital has to obtain a special license for each transplant. And then your uh, camera port and the two instrument ports are nicely healed. So they've passed what we call an independent assessment, and that's somebody who has no interest in the process, who interviews the patient and um, gets a feel as to whether they feel that there's any coercion um, or any other motivations or monetary exchange um, implicated by the process, and, and that is not allowed, and they will stop the, the, the donation. As a rule, organ donations are anonymous. In one case, diabetes patient Marion Pattinson wanted to know who had saved her life. She used to be constantly tired, now she's got her old energy back. As soon as I got the kidney, the energy was just there. <laughs> yeah, my daughter, she kept saying, Mum, slow down, slow down. She kept going because I'd got that much energy. Marion waited for months for the call telling her a donor had been found. Neither her partner Nigel nor her daughter was eligible. 
Now the donor, Claire, has a very special place in the couple's hearts. Um, oh, she said, uh, is it dominant? Claire is a, a very exceptional lady. Um, to donate such a um, life-changing organ is just fantastic. Every year on the anniversary of the transplant, the two women get together to celebrate. I was going to get you something for each, but I thought perhaps... I feel a responsibility towards her and protective of her, yes, yes. I feel somehow I must take care of her now, sort of thing. It's weird. It's a very special sort of relationship. Each day I keep thinking, you know, I've got somebody else's, a piece of somebody else's um, body inside mine, you know, and yes, I do take care of it. Um, as I say, when I ring Claire up, she'll say, how is my kidney? And yes, we, we say, yes, it's fine, thank you. <laughs> what, at your house? They feast on lettuce and burgers, but stay away from alcohol. Claire has stopped drinking. I've been given my health back, I've been given my life back um, through being given the, the help to stop drinking. And in this way, I could give someone else a start in life, a new life. Neither of these donors likes to talk a lot about their good deed. Hardly anyone at the architecture firm has any idea what Sanjeev Gohil did. I'm conscious as well that I don't want to be seen to be, look, I'm, I'm a wonderful person, look what I've done. I'm just saying, do you know you can do this? It's relatively safe, and it took two weeks away, and you've given something to someone that very few people get an opportunity to do. Around 6,000 patients in Britain are still waiting for a new kidney, but voluntary donors are still few and far between. Other potential donors across Europe are showing interest, but the waiting lists everywhere are long. 